on last week's Irrevelations. This is Genesis 31. Let's get started. And Laban also catches one. He's looking at his sheep. They've all got the cough. He looks over at Jacob's. Jacob's are like, who wouldn't want to fuck him, you know? Did they steal our Jesus? Did, did someone come in and buy a whole stealing Jesus out of the kitchen? Saying that they were the heads of slaughtered firstborn males. Shaved, salted, and then mounted on a wall. Bro, if you had told me you were going to leave, I would have thrown you a feast. And Jacob's like, the last feast that you were at, I got raped. I'm going to send some messengers to Edom. Because remember, he ate that soup. You're out on a camping trip, right? You get separated from your friends and family. And you come to like a strange tent. And you go in and there's a guy and it's dark and you can't really see each other. But you can smell him. So you move in a little bit closer. You start taking off some of your clothes. Maybe, I don't know. But you, you slip out of it. You make yourself a little more slippery. And you make contact. His skin is so warm. You realize that you haven't felt an embrace like this in a long time. You begin to struggle. You're sweating and breathing in unison and fighting all night. And he knocks up your hip a little bit. He hurts your hip. Some weird guy just left. And now you've got a limp. What was that about? It sounds sort of like something like Ted Haggard would do. I've been struggling with God. And you're like, no, you've been storting meth off some lady boy's boner. And Esau's like, brother, fucking love you, bro. And he like looks behind him. He sees this phalanx of children in a defensive position. <laughs> and then Hamor shows up with his paycheck. He's got Shechem with him. All right, come on. Oopsie doopsie. We can make this right. What, what's the price? Every single dick in town gets snipped. They would have been working their way through the slave kid. Their arms are tired. Blades are getting kind of sticky. All of a sudden, Levi and Simeon are fucking doing front flips over. What are they like Power Rangers? So is Jacob a gay rights icon? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, dude. Before we turn to the word, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness? I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Death in the Bible for killing innocent souls are in hell now, burning now. The, the Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. All right, everybody, welcome to episode nine of a Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Deluski. Yeah, and before you get started on all the... Oh, I'm Grant DeVoice. And before we get started on all the Bible stuff, I got to say something. So I hate it whenever people say, uh, I'm not racist, but... But I'm okay. going to say it, but I'm not racist. So this is just my question. Uh, I go to the Thai place, right? Okay. Uh, to get uh, pho. Because Sierra was sick, right? Oh, the Thai place, like yeah, Thai yeah, food. Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't buy Thais. You get those on Amazon. So I go to the Thai. It's called. I'm not going to say what it's called. But anyways, I go to the place. I'm going to get some some uh, some good hot soup. And okay. the lady, I go up to the register, and this is the part that I'm not racist, but you got to hear okay. it. So she's okay. doing like the, oh, hell, you know, hello, oh, thank you. It sounds like, pretty racist out the gate. It's not right? not. I, that's that's her voice. She's doing. It's a very. Uh, it's a heavy accent. Okay. East Asian accent. See, I don't um, hear color, so whenever I do an impersonation of an Asian person or a, like a black person or, a, or a that's why Finnish your person. audio must. That's why your audio sucks so bad. Oh, okay. Anyway, so uh, I I I'm like okay, whatever. I don't obviously. That's great. So I order, or I had already ordered. I was picking up, and she goes to the back, and I swear to God, it was her because it was the same. It wasn't obviously the voice is different, but it's the same like timber. It has like the same weight to it. Okay. And she goes into the back into the kitchen through a door, and I hear her go, 
hey, where's that order? Like texting as fuck. <laughs> okay, so you think she's? And do you think she's putting I, that on? I think that she is afraid no one will trust their food if she talks like a Texan. Uh huh. Do you think? Would you do that? Um, like you're Polish. If you're right, running a little I'm Polish, Polish restaurant, Mexican. are I'm you going to be like Mexican? Yeah, I know, but you got the Polish name. All right. That's all. So you're running a Polish joint. Are you going to be like, dur, 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 I'm dumb. Here's those sausages you guys wanted. Okay, I didn't realize this was a long-winded Polish joke. Uh, no, it wasn't. That I, I just that was spur of the moment. I was. Oh, you just, I don't you know just if that was a good idea. That in there. Huh? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I've seen it a few times. I know I've saw like a, a Food Chef one where there was a, a Chinese Texan that ran a barbecue joint that did the exact same thing. Whereas, oh, you faked it. I, I don't know. He just was pure blood Texan. And when people would like come up to him, he didn't fake it. He just was like, oh, howdy, y'all. And they're like, the fuck is this shit? Oh, so they thought oh, he was okay. faking a Texan accent. Oh, they're like, what, you making fun of us, boy? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, howdy, y'all. They're like, you fucking white face piece of shit. You're going to come in <laughs> my, here with your white face. My culture is not your costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to come in here and appropriate our Texan draw, you piece of shit. Uh, Let's fucking get him. Um, I used to work with this guy who was, uh, God. Very Asian, but hmm. he had like a British accent, like very British, like cheerio, top of the day. I can't do it, obviously, because I suck, but, and you would just, it would just so be off-putting, like that he'd just be like talking in this like downtown Abbey fucking British accent, and anytime I'd ever try to press, I'm like, where, did, where were you from? Like, where did you get that accent? He's like, oh, I'm from South Texas. Cheerio. I'm from okay, South now Texas, we have a triple like, threat. And I'm like, fuck. Now I don't know what to think. You know, it'd just be, it'd be bummy. Like, and uh, yeah, I knew him for like a year. And I would just, every time I would hear him talk about anything, I'd be like, hey, how was your week? And he's like, oh, I went and got a shrimp. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, fuck you to hell. Like, fuck, <laughs> you, I'm on to you. You tell me your fucking secrets. And where you got well, you clearly haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians because there was the, the main, the, the lead guy is Asian. And, right. uh, Never from Singapore, that, but he has a British accent because he like went to school there. Oh, Anyways, uh, I heard that I like Kim Jong Un has from a British London, accent. If you live in London, you probably see Asian people with British accents all the time. Yeah, it's probably not a big deal to them. But yeah. I mean, I guess my question is, if you saw a wow, what do you mean them? <laughs> my question is, if you were in London and you saw like an Asian person with like a Texas drawl, and you're like, hey, where'd yeah. you get that accent from? They're like, oh, I did uh, three years in Russia. You're like, well, it... no. What? Now I have more questions. No, I don't understand. I don't. Um, I heard something funny. Was that? Uh, I guess during the Korean War, uh, North Korea captured uh, some army guy or infantry, some some member of the military who was from mm-hmm. so, uh, like South Carolina, and had nice. one of just the just crazy Southern drawl, like almost unintelligible, like hill people uh, type talk. Yeah. And they brought him over and they're like, okay, well, you know, they tortured him for a while. And then when they were like, okay, we're going to start uh, integrating you with North Korean culture, uh, you're going to start being an English teacher so that you can teach spies. Okay. And so all the spies coming out of North Korea had like a weird South Carolinian uh, drawl. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm so American. They're like, the fuck? You don't even sound American to us. Like, 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 no one outside of South Carolina would recognize that as American talk. You fucking weirdo. It's funny. That's where. Um, who's the comedian? Uh, he's from South Carolina. He's Indian. Uh, uh, you're talking about the guy from The Office, not The Office. Um, from Parks and, Parks and Rec. Rec. And he, uh, and he has his own Netflix show, which is amazing. 
yeah, I master know. of none. Wow, and I can't think of his name. I know uh, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Yeah, yeah. He's from yeah. South Carolina. He loves biscuits. <laughs> Great. What a, what a nice little bow on this fucking conversation. Yeah. Was. <laughs> okay, we're done. Let's put this in the rear view fast before okay. we do cross the line. Do we um, want to? Do we want to start the show? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully everyone enjoyed our new pre-intro recap. We're Which we to... haven't decided that we're officially doing it, so I'm glad that you, I mean, you could have just done it. No one would have cared. We clearly it. did it. It's too okay. late. We, I mean, if we're going to put it there, we can't put it here, too. Anyways, right. they loved it. Look, I can yeah. hear them. Mm-hmm. Every time a listener smiles, an angel, angel gets its wings. Its wings, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, we'll so we're that. starting... As you know, we're starting this week on chapter 35. Well, first off, everybody, welcome to episode 9 of Revelations Podcast. Oh, I'm Cold God, I already Steve. said hello, and I already yeah. said my name. Okay. No, say it again. I'm Grant. All right, great. Because I don't know if we're going to keep that part. I don't know if we're going to keep this part. Honestly, we're gonna keep we could just drop this. the whole fucking episode. No. All right. So, chapter uh, episode 9, we're going to start on Genesis 35. That's right. And uh, I'm ready to get into it. Are you fucking ready? Yeah, I'm pumped. So um, before yeah, we Jacob... start, I just want to I want to bring it back, just because I want to throw your shit back in your face. Every fucking episode, I go, "Hey, these people are all shit," and you're like, "Don't worry, don't worry. The next generation, they're gonna turn all around. They're really gonna, they're really gonna." Dude, you're gonna you. like Joseph. I'm gonna like Joseph. I fucking I doubt it. But here we are. We're, I read this. I read you know ready for this episode, and I was like, God damn. You don't like him already? Uh, well, all right. Let's get it. <laughs> well, no, because you can say real quick. This isn't uh, no. a spoiler. No, I fucking don't. He's like, a wait. 17-year-old boy. Keep that in mind, please. We're uh, going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember 17-year-old boys fighting in World War II against the Japanese and Think the about the things I did to you when we were 17. <laughs> yeah, right? and I don't like to talk we're about still that friends. or think about it. You know? We're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. It's more like a Story. fucking Stockholm it's, syndrome kind of. It's situation. on a day to day situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so thirty five. We start out um, the great deed performed by Levi and uh, Simeon had just been done. Uh, so now we have a yeah a group of terrorists fleeing. They're, they're on the move. They're leaving Shechem, right. um, and they're going back to a name that we know way too well at this point. Like, I'm getting tired of saying this word, I think. Uh, reading this chapter was exhausting for me. God tells Jacob, go to Bethel. Make a fucking altar. He needs an altar. Um, and he's like, go go back to Bethel. It's about time. So let's, let, let me, I'm going to do a little bit of a spoiler here. At the end of this chapter, he names the place Bethel, which is crazy because at the beginning of the chapter, God told him to Go to Bethel, right? Is this a little much? And he already named it Bethel in the last fucking chapter, like, too. Like, like four like, chapters ago. So what was the point of dripping all that fucking grease Gosh, on that rock no. if you he wasn't... It up. If we're going to keep coming to this. <laughs> maybe maybe he was keistering that rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. For later as a weapon. <laughs> uh, so he's got all his people again, right? He um, we Earlier, he had the run-in with Esau. He wrestled God. He killed. He had his boys kill an entire city. He's got everyone back together, the whole fucking howdy-doody gang. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, so they head out for Bethel. Um, it's, uh, it's the place where he had the ladder dream earlier, if you remember. He had the weird dream about angels going up at that ladder. I was there, yes. Fuck. What do you think? I'm talking is... over the, that was me talking to the listener a little yeah, bit. They don't care either. What, why are I they care, listening? Then? I care fucking dude. They don't care. <laughs> You're probably right. 
My question is, why are they listening then? And the answer is, they aren't. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Who would? So, yeah, some fucking magic dream about Jacob's Ladder, which I looked it up. That's what happens when you fucking pierce your dick like 15 times and you make a ladder. Google it, yeah. kids. We're going to put it on Twitter. But when you were like, when you first were like, oh, yeah, that's where the dream about Jacob's Ladder, I was like, fucking gross. Or okay, it's awesome, a children's toy. Where you come from. You've been ruined. It's definitely not a children's toy. If I saw yes, a kid play is. with a fucking Jacob's Ladder, I'm calling the cops. Not fucking... <laughs> Dude, it's also a children's toy. Stop. Well, I guarantee it. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Jacobs. You know when you go ladder. to like, the, like you go to uh, Cracker Barrel, they'll have them there. Right. It's like a Cracker Barrel style toy. What the fuck are you talking about? Jacobs the ladder toy. Add the word toy. Penis. If you no, add penis, don't add the word. Penis. <laughs> oh God, it's so much. <laughs> I see you're doing it to a banana, and I don't like it. You can if you search anything and add penis, it's gonna be gross. No, except for maybe like. No, anything. Uh, no, yeah, no. It's uh, why? Why is it called that? By the way, like I mean, well, I guess it's obvious when people are fucking shoving things in their dick, you gotta, you gotta go no. for bold. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. it's one of them. It's because angels climb up and down it once you do that. <laughs> um. Okay, so they get out there, uh, and this is the crazy part: is so that they're sort of worried about. Um, they're sort of worried about pissing off God because, you know, they've seen God do some pretty horrific things he to people. He unleashes terrors on people. Yeah. So uh, Jacob goes to all his people and he says, we're going to build an altar. We're going to get rid of, and this is important, we're going to get rid of every single, like, potential idol that we have. So mm-hmm. he takes, now granted, you have to understand, he picked up all these people in Shechem, right? While they were there. I mean, only picked up is a strong man, word for Levi and Simeon. Putting kidnapped. all the men to the sword and then putting the rest into slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's picked. That's a. I mean, that's picked up in my book. So yeah. they picked them all up. They Found make them. them melt down. They melt down all of their stuff, right? Now this is huh. um, at Shechem, right before they even. Do you go mean to, to tell me that the Israelites uh, put a bunch of people in what might be considered like a concentration camp and then took all their goods and melted them down? Yikes. All right. I'm not going to comment on that. So <laughs> okay. uh, moving on. Um, so they melted down all their gold, not to keep it right. It wasn't a gel. It wasn't a, stamp a greedy on it. thing. They burnt, they destroyed it. So they okay. leave all of it at Shechem and then they go out to Bethel. Now, one of the things that Jacob was worried about whenever Levi and Simeon, his two boys killed all these people is that the neighbors are going to get pissed and try to kill them in, in retaliation. Well, the fear of the, or sorry, the terror of God fell on every town in the area, and so no one wanted to pursue them. Yes, yeah, so I he, want he, to he be. Takes there. I want to see this. Go ahead. Sorry, I want to see this. You know, you want to see the terror. I, I yeah. assume it was Cthulhu type. You know, right? Like, what, I, did, okay, what do you? So, see? what do you think the terror? Right, tell me. That's no. I want you to answer that question. Um. So I'm imagining. So Jacob, he he's like, give me all your fucking shit, and he's just stripping them naked, and he's hitting them, and like, take off all your clothes, you know. And they're like, oh my god, this is the worst slave masters ever. He's like, give us your kid. We got to cut their dicks a little bit, and then they bury all their fucking gold and jewels and stuff and everything. And then as they're fleeing, I'm assuming because the cities do want to retaliate. I mean, we have a basically we have a ISIS. Making this was like nine eleven. Yeah, these are these these are some bad people. These yeah. are some fucking bad amigos, and they're making their way in a caravan <laughs> down south. Um, sure, <laughs> I want to keep it topical, but um, he can say this, people. He's Mexican. <laughs> um, 
So what do you, well, yeah, what do you think the terrors are? Because people are like, oh man, we want to stop that caravan. Let's kill them all. And I'm assuming it's um, just showing them pictures of uh, Jacob's Ladder, PETA's Google search. It's <laughs> <laughs> a guess. He'll do this to you that, too. That's what's keeping me awake at night these days. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it was something more like, uh, you know. So what 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 scares these people? Think about it. Back then, like half your kids die, right? Right, right. You're, or you're, more. You're being eaten by coyotes every day, I'm assuming. You're mm-hmm. fighting off coyotes with a stick. There's packs of uh, wild dogs that control most of the uh, border territory. Yeah. Your crops just die because you don't have GMOs yet. And, right. And, and not having GMOs, is that's what that looks like. Idiots, right. by the exactly. way. Exactly, yes. Uh, there's no vaccines, so there's less there's autism. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Quick sidebar. We'll make it short. Okay. But uh, I found the huge crossover uh, of of Bible and anti-vax on Twitter right. this week, and it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Everyone go out there and look at it. I tweeted about it on our, on our official Twitter, but uh, there's a lot of people who use the Bible, use Bible verses as evidence that you shouldn't vaccinate your kids, and it's fantastic. And I'm, so. I'm okay with that. I think it's, <laughs> it's fucking okay, beautiful. I'm, I'm all right about it. But, um, all right, so, so yeah, so Jacob, they're escaping now. Like, they just barely put up roots, Levi and Simeon, put an entire city to the sword or to the chain, and now they're trying to get the fuck out of there, and there's just terrors being unleashed all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming it's like um, like Ghost, uh, if, like, if I had to think of, like, what the worst thing ever. Ooh. I'd imagine that everywhere I go is a ghost butt. Like I, I, I get out of bed and my nose touches something. I'm like the fuck is that ghost? Butt. As you were so, all jokes aside, as you were saying that, what I pictured because I heard the word ghost is I right. pictured the ghost army from uh, Lord of the Rings just standing around your city. Never that fucking seen keep... that. What the fuck are you talking about? No, the ghost army that came in and like killed them. And ghost they, army. They, they. I've never seen those so... movies. I'm sorry, guys. We're gonna need to take about a six hour pause. For Cole to go watch Lord of the Rings. Okay, so I've only seen Fellowship of the Ring because that's the only one I've ever... We're on a fucking tangent. So they leave, terrors, we're done. Okay. Uh, yeah, the terrors happen. They get to Bethel, right? Uh, they get to which Luz. Is also known that as is Luz. Bethel because they got to just yeah. keep fucking chiming in on Bethel. Yeah, name it again. Scene. So he builds an altar again. And this place he calls it El Bethel, which is something... To, El is is like the word for God. So it's like oh, God. I thought it was the, the Bethel. No, this isn't Spanish coal. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for weighing in. Um, uh, here, cool. it actually says what it means on my. Uh, now here's something interesting. So he goes there. He makes a Bethel. He makes it there safe. Terrors upon all the people. They've done nothing wrong. But um, at Genesis thirty five eight. Now Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, which was Jacob's mom, died, and she was buried below Bethel under a terebinth tree, which is where they buried all the other Jew gold or whatever. What was that stuff like? No, no, no. no. That was in stuff? Shechem. Uh, well, it's another terebinth tree. The point is, is that whenever they have something, they just bury it under a terebinth tree. They love that shit. Which is which says oak in the New King James for the record. Oh, really? So they, yeah. anywhere they go, they're like, oh, we got to get rid of something. They just bury it under a terebinth tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tie they a yellow ribbon around the old tree. Bacuth. That's important, I guess. I don't know. Um, that's reference letter H, which in my Bible says uh, nothing. Doesn't... Okay, great. Yeah. So he buries his fucking mom's nurse. Oh, sorry, then, that was B. It means oak of weeping. Okay, don't care at all. H's uh, and B's look a lot alike when they're the oh little tiny God, italic script. Can give a shit. Right, so then on, God on, appeared to Jacob again when he came for Badanaram and blessed him, and he's just blessing him and shit. Your name is Jacob, but it's not Jacob anymore. <laughs> Thirty-five ten, and God said to him, "Your name is Jacob." 
your name shall not be called Jacob anymore, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply a nation. A company of nations shall proceed from you, and kings shall come from your body. The land which I gave Abraham and Isaac I give to you and to your descendants. After you I give this land. Blah, 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 blah. And then God went up from him in the place where he talked with him, whatever that means. Yeah, it means nothing. Uh, I want to apologize to our listeners for having to hear Jacob named Israel again, because we just did that last episode. Yeah, what the fuck is this fucking Bible? So not only is he being named Israel over and over again, but this place is being named Bethel over and over again. This is just, for me, more evidence that multiple people wrote this. So, like, a lot of Christians believe Moses wrote all the Pentateuch or whatever the fuck it's called, the first five books. There's no way. There's no way one person wrote this and had such bad ADD that they had to keep writing the same thing over and over again. You know what's weird is that when you talk about, like, reinforcing, like, Christianity into children, which I think is an important part of brainwashing, is that there's things I remember growing up that, like, if anyone did that to my kid now, not that I have one, but I'd be, like, pissed. Like, I remember being in middle school. I was 10 years old or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how old I was. I remember I was 10. I don't know if I was in middle school. But anyway, uh, talking about one of the Bible, one of our math teachers would just talk about the Bible at least, like, once a once a day, you know, if not more. Well, it's math, so obviously. Yeah, yeah. She'd be like, oh, by the way, like, we'd be talking about this and blah, blah, blah. And then she would just go on a rant in the middle of class about, like, oh, you know, this school wants us to take God out of Christ. I'm like, does this have anything to do with numbers? But one of the things she would talk about all the time was about how, like, uh, the Bible was divinely written, and uh, if there's any inconsistency, that doesn't make because that's you know like you'd be like, well, how could the Bible possibly? I mean, and she's like, oh well, because angels were whispering in the ears of the men as they were writing it, and it's all divinely <sighs> written, and there's no contradictions, and the Bible's perfect. And I'm like, now I'm reading. I'm like, you're a fucking liar, Miss Habernathy. You're a stupid bitch, and I hope you find out that I hate you because <laughs> this is full of shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Well, let's it's not. constantly contradictions. Let's be easy on her. No, I'm gonna um, call that school. I'm gonna go kick her ass. I'm sure. She, there we go. That's the fighting spirit. But I've yeah, it's just so constantly much. repeating itself, going back over, renaming it, and even when they're like, and then God said to him, "Your name is not Jacob. Uh, your name is not Israel." But I bet you they're gonna continue to call him Jacob in this fucking book. Yeah, yeah. And then Jacob said, "It just keeps calling him that." Like even within your own rules, you're not consistent. Well, that's just a familiarity thing, like. Whenever your boy, like, let's say, for instance, that uh, your buddies with some guy and uh, he wrestles with God one night and they change right. his name from uh, Chad to uh, Lex Luthor. And right. I don't know what I'm going with. I'm like, if the guy's like, hey, by the way, my new pronoun is now Israel. You're not going to remember that. You're not going to do that. No, 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 no. Um, so this is the, what really gets me, though. Forget the fact that we're hearing a lot of this shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. The next verse, after God talks to him directly, it says, Jacob set up a stone pillar at the place where God had talked with them, and he poured out a drink offering on it and poured, poured, out poured oil homies, on it. Yeah. yeah, poured one out for his <clears throat> homies. Um, so if you'll remember in last episode, I hope you remember. Not even. Episode remember how six. he and Laban uh, made a covenant, and Laban built a stone offering, a stone altar, and uh, Jacob was like, no, we don't do that around here. Fuck I'm just your gonna stone offering. I'm going to swear to God. Yeah. And then even when he's talking with God directly, he's like, God, you want me to make a stone offering and swear on it? And, I, I don't get it. So for whatever reason, Fuck. now he's like building a stone pillar is okay now. Uh, so he builds one, which again, weird flex, but okay. And he calls you the know? place Bethel. Great. 
What a fucking we knew that. Yep. Thank you. This was like a just a, so far huge waste of time, but at long last we get we get rid of a character now, and she has been pretty cool. I'll say what she's been all right. All right. So what we're talking about is the death of Rachel. They journey from Bethel. Uh, spoiler alert: she's about to die, and uh, Rachel's pregnant again, as she had prophesied or something. She did, because after Joseph was born, she was like, I'm going to have one more. She's like, 11's not she enough. She did the Babe Ruth thing. She pointed <laughs> yeah, she, she pointed at her womb and <laughs> held up the number one. She's like, one more, one more time, encore. Um, but uh, she has a hard labor. And uh, when she was in hard labor, the midwife said to her, do not fear, you will have this son also. And as she was dying... She gave birth, and she called his name Ben-Oni. Uh, Ben-Oni Kenobi. Yeah, Ben-Oni. Uh, but Jacob decides to call him Benjamin, and that was that. So as her dying wish, she's like, oh, I'm dying. Name him Ben-Oni. And then not even like, Jacob's like, no, I'm not going to do any of that shit. Ben-Oni, a weird name. He's going to get bullied. He's the youngest of 12. I'm not going to give him a stupid fucking name. He's Benjamin. <laughs> Say that to old Ben-Kenobi. <laughs> Uh, so Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem, whatever, yeah, Bethlehem. Ooh, Bethlehem. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we're going to come back there, maybe. Uh, and Jacob set a pillar on her grave, which is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. And I googled this on Wikipedia, and apparently there is a pillar, so. Ooh, really? <clears throat> That's according to Wikipedia, so maybe some truth to that. Wikipedia has never let me down. Mm-hmm. And then Israel journeyed... And pitched his tent beyond oh, the Oh, he's not Jacob anymore. Sorry to cut you off. If it ever calls him Jacob again, which it immediately does. I'm yeah, the him. next chapter or the <laughs> next verse. So so Rachel dies, gives him a son, Benomi. He renames it. He doesn't give a shit what Rachel thinks. Um, and he journeys on. And then here's a weird Genesis 35, 22. And it happened when Israel dwelt in that land that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, his father's <laughs> concubine. And Israel heard about it. So uh, I don't. So this is a good that's, chapter. That's the only reference to that too, right? Yeah, that's the only that's the only mention of it for no fucking reason. So in this chapter, which we're not even done with, <laughs> a million uh, kinks were born. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Jacob is like, okay, we got to get the fuck out of here. He leaves. He talks with God. He greases up a rock. Rachel dies. And by the way, one of his kids fucked one of his fucking slave stepmoms or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And it's real important that we know that Reuben fucked Bilhah. Cool. Who are her kids? Because he can he can just flaunt that to them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, we're gonna get to that later. I think. Like, I'm assuming he just came back from the tent, and just like spelled my finger, you guys. So now we're in Genesis twenty uh, thirty five twenty three. The sons of Jacob were twelve, and we're just recounting. The sons of Leah are Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. Mm-hmm. And the sons of Rachel are Joseph and Benjamin. This is just a recap, so you know. The sons of Bilhah, who Reuben can now lord over, uh, are Dan and Naphtali. So you know, they're just like, how the fuck is this shit? Dude, Did you just see I, Reuben I come out of our enough. mom's tent? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's that about? Did, he have, did you see him with some bad drinks a second ago? She, I think I just saw him going out. <laughs> she hasn't smiled like that in years. Oh, my God. Dude, Naphtali, though, that's a dope fucking name. That is a dope fucking name. Right? Naphtali. I mean, we never hear about these guys. These guys were in the and front of Dan. the phalanx with Esau. You know, they just were... Hey, Dan, if you're listening, I love you, bud. Great. Um, and then the sons of uh, Leah's servant, Zilpah, Gad, and Asher, which are middling names, fair to middling. I, I think I knew a cat named Asher. And then uh, Jacob came to his father, Isaac, at Mamre. We remember Isaac. He's done almost nothing. 
Should uh, we point out that even though uh, Dina had an entire chapter earlier, we didn't just mention she's her? She's not mentioned at all. <laughs> yeah, of course. Even though uh, chapter 34 is Dina getting just raped and her brother's going on a fucking genocidal maniac, uh, we still don't mention her within Leah's children. Yeah, of course not. But, well, I guess uh, it yeah, does so say the all sons 12. of Jacob were 12. They're just specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now there's 12 tribes, right? So we have, this is where all the Jews come from. Now it's official. You know, we keep on saying, oh, this guy is going to have all the uh, all the children of God, all the Jewish people. <laughs> no, now it's for real. This is like when they close the books on like a new breed of dog. Like this is all Ooh. the poodles have to come from here. No more poodles. And if someone's like, well, I have a poodle. And run, you know, that doesn't get fucking, that doesn't count. It's They're not, like, no, that's a wolf. Yeah, that doesn't sir. count. That's not in the book, you know. <clears throat> so these are and all, so then, this is the AKC registration of uh, the tribes of So then of the finally. The, the okay. tribes of Israel. Go ahead. No, no, no. You had something great about uh, the American Kennel Club that you were talking about <laughs> that was important for this. Okay, so now finally, uh, the least interesting person up to this point in the Bible, Isaac, dies at 180 years. Old as fuck. Right? And Esau and Jacob come back together. They bury him. That's correct. So let's think about it. Who's Isaac's brother? Ishmael, right? So probably right around this time is when Ishmael's dying as well. That's well, gonna Isaac be has a later. ton of brothers if you count all the concubine whores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm just pointing out that he's dying now, which means it's probably around the time Ishmael dies, unless Ishmael didn't live to be 180. Who fucking knows? Uh, but we I'm actually saying, know because we talk about he gets buried a couple chapters back. Ishmael? Yeah, he's 175 no, no, no. or something. No, no, no. Ishmael's, Ishmael's long held... dead. We talked about Ishmael dying a while ago. Hmm. No, we talked about Abraham dying and Isaac and Ishmael helped. No, Ishmael died. Don't worry about it. No, we'll come back to it. You're later. wrong. Oh my fucking god, dude! No, no, no. That was when Abraham died and Ishmael showed up to All help. Right, let's Jacob skip it because Ishmael died a while ago. All right, I'll I'll take your word for it. Yeah, take but anyways, it wasn't that long ago though. Still, it was a couple chapters ago. <clears throat> yeah, so like a decade maybe, but it was recent. Sure, that's my point. It's gonna. I'm okay. This is a linchpin to a point that I'm gonna make later. That's the only reason I'm bringing it up. Okay. Um. It's relevant that Israel, or sorry, Isaac, who is Ishmael's half-brother, just died. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> we'll continue. Can we just skip the next chapter? Uh, I'll just briefly sum it up. Uh, 36 is the family of Esau, the genealogy of Edom and the Edomites, and it is a bag of shit. Uh, he takes wives from Canaan, the Hittites. We all know that those people are trash. That's what the Bible says. And... Uh, Basemeth, Ishmael's daughter, and they have a bunch of kids. They adopt a bunch of kids. They make a whole fucking army. He's doing a lot better than Jacob. That's all you really got to know. Yeah, the one, the one thing I'll say is that um, it's worth pointing out that the Edomites were rivals of the Israelites, and so there's a lot of inbreeding. That, not inbreeding, sorry. Um, <laughs> but search, there's some of that. Well, stuff. certainly as well. No, there's a lot of, like, accepting outside peoples that the Edomites are doing. So they kind of incorporate these, air quotes, dukes, right, from uh, other peoples, kind of bring in chieftains. They're they're very accepting, which I think is not a good look uh, uh, at least not Israelite uh, According to the Bible. I mean, the way I think of it is, like, again, if the, if the uh, Israelites are like the AKC, they're like the pugs. They're getting all the weird snort noises. They don't breathe very well. And the Edomites are like they're like mongrel street dogs. Like I mean, yeah, they're kind of who knows what is that you know quarter Chihuahua, quarter this whatever. But they're they're a lot healthier. I'd say I think mutts are a lot healthier than pure breeds. Yeah, and sidebar, uh, yeah, because they have more genetic diversity. Right. But if I see a pug, I put it down. That's my right. policy. 
Right. Keep your pugs away from me. I'll put them down for I you. I put them and... down the same way that uh, PETA would. I don't know who that is. but PETA? I you don't know who PETA is? PETA the pug? No. God damn it, Grant. <laughs> PETA the giant organization that likes to put... Um, oh, oh, oh. That yeah, likes to put yeah, other yeah, people's yeah, dogs yeah. down. They'll just guys. go to your backyard, steal your dog, and beat it to death with a ball peed hammer. That's PETA, everybody, in case you're wondering. I think PETA is more of like a tie a rope around one of its back legs and swing it around in the air until it hits something. <laughs> PETA's the kind of people that they go, they if someone's like like box of free kittens, they take all the kittens, they put them in a bag, and they throw the bag in the river. That's PETA. Remember, hey, I'm not going to say his name, but remember the guy uh, that we knew in high school who used to say that he would go to the uh, Humane Society and adopt a dog because it came with a free kennel, yeah. and then he would use that to make a reef Yeah, offshore? Um, definitely a serial killer by now. <laughs> for sure for dude. sure bro we're Probably not we didn't tell the PETA. police at all either like we're fucking accomplice god damn okay so thank god we got the edomites out of the way we can forget them yeah now it's time to focus on so with each generation it the baton gets passed right so from abraham to isaac abraham had a bunch of kids but he passes the baton to isaac isaac had at least a couple kids but he passes the baton to jacob there's always he a saw it doesn't matter yeah so now it's time for our latest favorite. We're going to hone in on this dude, and he is going to be the focus for a while. And just point. like his father, huge fucking asshole. Oh, my God. You're wrong about this one. Oh, my God. I want right, to say so – let, let, first... let, let me do it. You're fucking – Joseph. So Jacob is now living in Canaan, as was prophesied, uh, a stranger in the lands of Canaan. And – uh, his son Joseph is seventeen years old. Seventeen years old at the time. He's the youngest, so everyone's probably like in their twenties. And he's feeding the flock with his brothers, and he's with the maid servants' children, Bilhah and Zilpah. Um, trash and, people. Yeah, trash people. We don't care about them. Slave kids. And Joseph brought a bad report of them to his father. So basically, Joseph's watching his lesser brothers work. And then it's just going to his dad be like, you won't believe what fucking Nap Jalo is doing. He fucking sucks. He's not feeding those chickens right or whatever the fuck they're doing. Like, he's just a fucking sneak snitch. That's the, that's literally the history of Jacob. At 17 okay. years old, he's on a fence okay. being like, you're not clean that you missed the spot. Fuck you. I'm going to tell dad. I accept I accept your review. Counterpoint. <laughs> he's he's basically the baby boy. There is one that's younger. Oh my God. But so much younger that why he's almost not Why do we justify it? Why, why are you constantly Stop. trying to justify fucking, fucking shitheads? Listen, can okay. I finish my goddamn... I was quiet. <laughs> okay, all right, continue. So he's 17 years old. All right, he's a kid. He is the favorite. That fucking does a number on you. Let's, let's, let's be real. So no one wins when parents make favorites. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. You're either... I mean, the favorite You either have a horrible self-esteem... Or you're overconfident and kind of a little prick. So he's a little bit of a prick. But it's not... I don't think it's his fault. He's this fucking 17-year-old piece of shit. I was a piece of shit probably until the, like, maybe... Like a year ago. Well, a couple years ago. <laughs> so so the point is that you have to cut him some slack and being a little snitch. That's okay. For one, if his brothers are being assholes and not doing their job right... That's relevant to the dad. Like it's all it's in all yeah. their interests that things are done right. He's like, and then the other thing is there? that these dreams are going to start happening, right? So, yeah. what yeah. happens next is he starts having these crazy ass dreams. Now, now, if you have if you're a little brother and you start having dreams that kind of imply you're going to be the ruler 
of your older siblings, probably don't share it. Yeah, that, can... there's a lesson to be there from the Bible. Of uh, course. Israel but at loved... the same time. Go ahead. At the same time, if he hadn't shared them, none of it would have come true, if you think about it. So he's a little piece of shit. I'll give you that. He is a piece right. of shit right now. Kind of like Jacob was. And I think Jacob had a decent arc. Kind of like they all are. He came back around. But that's a recurring theme at this point, right? right. For almost everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, not yeah. so much Abraham. Abraham sucked pretty much the whole way through. Isaac was irrelevant. Yeah. Jacob had a decent arc. Here's Joseph's arc. He's just a fucking kid. He's he, kind of a prick. He's a 17-year-old a prick ratting on his brothers. But So as as someone who knows the rest of his story, I can tell you there's redemptive arc to it. But we, obviously that'll come. So the point being, he has these dreams. The first dream. Well, you're, you're did skipping. you have something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Because we're missing. This is an important piece. Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. And just to show them, just to let, let everyone know what their place was, he made a tunic of many colors. Yeah, that makes Jacob a piece of shit. Not that's not Joseph's fault. Yeah. Hey, right? I want you to wear these. I want I, son, come here. I want you to wear this fantastic tunic. It's made of many colors. And at this point, there probably were only two colors. So he must have invented like <laughs> four. You know, <laughs> he's like, yeah. I want you to wear. I want you to show your pride by wearing this rainbow tunic. Because <laughs> Jacob's had a pretty eye-opening experience on the river with wrestling with God, and now he wants to give his son a. Uh, a tunic of many colors, and like Naturally. he's going out there in the he's going out there in the fucking. Oh, I like what you just did there. That was the okay. Go uh, he's going out there in the field, and his brothers are fucking digging up cow shit. He's just out there, be like, "Did you see this? It's called blue. It's new." <laughs> <laughs> so again, Jacob is handed a, a bad hand. Sorry, that was redundant, but he he's given a bad hand here. His yeah. dad is favoring him. There's nothing he can do about that. Could His he have kept all it? Hate him. You got to shed that, right? If, if if so, let's say that you're a kid and you're listening to this. God forbid, right. and you're the favorite. You got to shed that shit off, right? Uh, act like you don't want it. Make sure that your siblings know that you're not okay with being the favorite and that you love them and think they should be the favorites. And then they won't. Well, you'll see. So, so imagine you're one of Joseph's brothers and you're out in the field and you're just seeing him spin around in his fancy little fucking tunic. And then he comes to you and he's like, guys, I had a dream. And he is looking like a snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, please, please hear that. And I hate it when people tell me their dreams. Like naturally anyone comes like, you want to hear the dream I had last night? No, I don't want to hear that shit. But imagine yeah, I someone barely comes to hear those from this my dream. wife. You know, some guy's like, hey, you want to hear the dream I had last night? No, I don't want to hear that at all. Okay, well, here was the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, 37.7. There were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood all around and bowed down (laughs) to my sheaf. There's a lot of phallic imagery. <laughs> so, so, so it's like like Joseph's like, hey guys, you want to hear the dream I had last night? No. Right, well, I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, I'm better than all of you is what the dream I had. The dream I had was you all bowing down to me uh, as if I'm your fucking greater. Have you seen my tunic lately? And they're like, <sighs> God damn, I fucking hate Joseph. So the brothers are like, should you indeed reign over us? As they're cleaning up shit and he's fucking snitching on them. Um, should or Shall you have dominion over us? So they hated him. Even more for his dreams and words. And then he has the same goddamn dream. Well, no, it's even better. So, it's so, the same dream. No, well, okay, so here's how I interpret well, it. Well, no, 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 because I, let me, let me, let me. So he says, 
I have another dream where he's a star and there's 11 stars, meaning his 11 brothers, because there's 12 of them, and the sun and the moon, which presumably is because they're dumb dirt people and don't know that the sun and the moon aren't the parents of the stars. Mm -hmm. Uh, The sun, the moon, 11 stars all bow down to this one star. And so now it's kind of like, all right, he flexed on his brothers with the with the wheat thing. Now he's flexing on his mom and dad too. Oh, I I guess that's a figurative. Yeah, the way what, I the way I what took you it, get from it. I, the way I took it from it is like Joseph walks in with his fucking little flirty little fucking tunic, and he's like, "Hey guys, I had a dream that all you da- bowed down before me." And they're like, "Fuck you, you're a fucking douchebag. Get lost." And he's like. They didn't like that. And he comes out there and he's like, hey, guys, I had an even different dream. This time the goddamn sun bowed down to me. And the fucking moon. <laughs> like, God, fuck you. Like, yeah, damn it. No, I'm, you know? I'm pretty sure that the sun and the moon are supposed to be the mom and are supposed to be Rachel. Well, Rachel's dead, so maybe yeah. not Rachel. Yeah. But they're supposed to be the parents because uh-huh. then it, at this point his dad gets mad too, right? So I, first I off, thought he was just doubling down on fuck you guys. You know? Okay, fuck Jacob for getting angry at at Joseph for all this. This is Jacob's fault, Israel's fault. Sorry. So uh, at this point, he tells his father as well as the brothers, and his father says, uh, "What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you?" Well, first off, no, because mom's dead. Because I don't know. No, she'll he, bow he, down he... in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! See it wasn't next. that bad. Come on now. <laughs> Um, and so his brothers are obviously jealous, but his father, it says, kept the matter in his mind. So I think that his dad, who has had experience firsthand with God, right? He he had a sort of homoerotic situation with God right. in a tent. Yeah. He saw the ladder with the angels on it. Well, he, yeah, he, so had, he knows, he's had prophetic dreams. He knows what's up. Yeah, he knows not to ignore this. So he's like, he, he clowns on him a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, but then he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I actually right. probably will end up bowing oh, down to Joseph. God damn it. This is going to suck. <laughs> this is like, what'd you say? It's like, yeah, the sun bowed down to me. Like, oh, man. What about our fields? If there's no yeah. sun, what's going to happen? What's this going to do? The, the sun needs to stay up. Um, okay, so you're right. This is Joseph being a little shit, but right. I think that's the extent of it. Everyone is a little shit. We get to see it. We get to right. see the worst of it. I think this is forgivable. I mean... Ruben's a piece of shit for fucking his uh, dad's fucking stuff. Not for long. Yeah. Ruben has a good redemption arc. We'll see. Um, so the brothers go down to... So the brothers... The brothers are good people. Like, while all this is going on and Jacob's flaunting his new tunic and telling them dreams about where they're all his slaves, uh, the brother's like, I, okay, uh, we're going to go to Shechem and feed the flocks. Like, we actually have a job to do, Joseph? Like, are you just going to sit on that fence and tell you us how much better you are than us? No? You're just going to stay there? All right, we're going to work to do. We're going to go feed our flock in Shechem. So they're going back to Shechem where there probably is nobody left because they enslaved and murdered everyone else. There shouldn't be anyone left. You're right. This is like this is like when you, um, so let's say you go into a house and you kill everyone in it. And then you just kind of keep going back to, like, store your stuff and keep all your Pokemon cards and shit. You yeah, know? and you have, like, a shrine built. That's where you keep murder. your weed farm. You're like, oh, yeah, where's our freaking... Oh, it's in that house of the people we all murdered. Seems I'm like fascinated. We're going to dig more into that later, yeah. maybe when we're not recording. But uh, Israel says to Joseph, are not your brothers... Fe-? Like, even Israel's like, hey, don't you want to go help your brothers? Like, I know you've been talking about how you're going to enslave us all, but they're working. Do you want to go and check on them? And Joseph is, uh, he's actually enthusiastic about it, I think. Right? Of course. So 
he knows that his brothers don't like him. I think that he's let's again, let's assume that this is a real person having real emotions, which is kind of hard to do because a lot of this reads what we were talking about uh, last, last week, the structural narrative thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it reads as sort of a mythology where there's not real human emotion, but I think that if we're going to apply all that to Joseph, we're going to make him human. He, he, he wants to like, he wants his brothers to like him. He's the baby brother, mm-hmm. right? He's the littlest one. He's having these dreams f- f- that he can't help. He's being given the coat of many, or as you say, two colors, which is <laughs> Probably exciting. Three colors even. So yeah. So you're not, uh, it's hard for it. It's a, it's hard out there for a player. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of, you ever go on R, I am very smart. Um, it's full of people who are trying to impress others and make them like them by yeah. telling them how much better they are. And you're like, fuck. Like, I have a four point on GPA and I'm better than yeah, what are you doing this? Like, fuck you. Like, what are you, you know, like, I just want you to know how great I am. Do you get it? Do you get how great I am? You're like, get <laughs> fucked, asshole. Like, we hate you. Like, I don't get it. You just hate me because I'm better than you. Like, no, I hate you because you're a fucking douchebag. Get away. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons to hate you. That we that. went, we literally went all the way to Shachim so we could fucking have a moment's peace without you fucking rattling on about how you're going to fucking own us. It's rough. Yeah. So he agrees. He, he wants to go see them. He wants to ingratiate himself to those brothers, I think. And so he heads out. He gets to Shachim and he finds a man wandering there whom I'm assuming is just really sneaky. And, and Simeon and Levi couldn't find that man. I guess. I don't know. A certain so he man said, just finds him, yeah. He's really just a plot tool, right? So <laughs> Joseph says, where are they? He says, they're over this way. And he goes to Dothan, the shittiest city in all of Alabama, to uh, find his brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite pick up the whole Dothan. Have you ever been to Dothan? Yeah, I I've been to that place. I think I used Ugh. to live in Birmingham. Um, yeah, Dothan's the worst. It smells like a fucking and, dog food factory. So he gets that there. fire. Yeah, he gets there, he finds them, and they see him coming, and they're like, look at this motherfucker. You can see his rainbow-ass tunic from l- miles away. Look like, it glows, I'm sure. Yeah. And so they see him coming, they're like, all right, what are we going to do? We're going to kill his ass. Like, mm-hmm. this is enough. We've had enough. We're not going to take it. I just want to I want to briefly... That's what we should have sang earlier when oh, we were trying to sync yeah, our audio. I want to just take a brief okay. moment. To talk about this chapter, so just to put it in context, my yeah, concordance yeah, states that uh, the love of his son, the love of Jacob for his son Joseph, caused his other sons to despise him. Such partiality, jealousy, and injustice are seedbeds for strife among the children, and are likely the result of polygamy, as they are also today's blended families, resulting from divorce yeah. and remarriage. <laughs> yeah. So, listeners out there, if you ever, uh, Thinking about divorce, like let's say you have an abusive husband, you've got a couple of kids, and you're like, oh, I really should leave him and start my own life and maybe start a life with another person and we'll have some more kids. Don't do it. Stay with him. Because the possibility is that the other children could try to enslave the one they hate. Yeah, and it could be fun. Yeah, yeah, you know? Like, uh, so if you're ever thinking about divorce and Honestly, remarrying and... let me say this of domestic abuse. Okay. What doesn't kill you just makes you stronger. Like, according <laughs> to this fucking you. Bible of mine, the Brady Bunch, if it had been allowed to go one extra season, <laughs> one of them would have fucked the mom and the other <laughs> five would have enslaved the last... <laughs> the other five would have enslaved Marsha. That's basically what this Bible's fucking talking Do you... Do you think this is all an allegory for the Brady Bunch? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you have a blended family. You know what I'm talking about. Quotations. It's blended gross. family. Gross. It's Yuck. sin. 
It's yeah. sin. Fucking get rid of them. Put them all to the sword. That's what I say. But um, The sword and or at the same time burning at the stake. Right. Uh, honestly, a burning stake. Ooh, I like the it. Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah. so Hashtag suggested. the Brady Bunch. Hashtag, Hashtag that, guys. Yep. Um, okay, so he gets to them. They see him. They want to kill him. Now, here's what's great. This is where Ruben, who fucked his stepmom. Well, hold on. I want to, uh, before we get to oh, Ruben, I know, but you're skipping parts. 3719. Really? Look, they said to one another, oh, look, they goof on him. The dreamer yeah. is coming. So it's not even just <laughs> enough that they're killing him. They're also fucking shit on him. Like, here comes this they fucking are. asshole. Let's get him. Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 clowning on him. They're like, "Oh, it's the big dreamy boy. Oh, look, it's the prophet." Yeah, and they want to throw him into a pit and tell their dad that some wild beast had devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. So I, I did the math, and mm-hmm. since we know that Joseph is seventeen, at right. the at the most, his oldest brother Reuben is thirty, just based on when the merit when like. Uh, Jacob started fucking Leah, right? Uh, I thought it was a range of six years. I would have thought that he was 23. No, 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 because he was married Because he has Leah. Joseph before he leaves Laban, which was 20 years. At most, it, yeah. So at most, uh, but for, no, 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 because Joseph was born. I, I sat down and did the math, and I don't have it written out, but I figured out that at most Reuben is 30 years old. Okay, let me just quickly break down my math because I don't want to spend too much time on this. But he has he starts having kids at seven-year mark working for Laban. Yeah, it's 13 years difference. And then it's seven years. seven years later. So he has all his kids, and that marks mm-hmm. the end of seven years again. So now he's at 14 years total. He has 11 kids at that point. That's when he no. first says to Laban, I want to get out of here. And Laban convinces him to stay. He works in another additional six years. Yeah, but he could have had Joseph in those later six years. I don't believe so, but continue. Okay, so then maybe... Okay, it, it clearly so, states that he has Joseph before he asks Laban yeah, to leave. I think you're right. I think you're right. Before the six-year span? Yeah. So, so that I, means I he's only seven years older, he's so he's 24. Old. Yeah. At most. Probably I'm about glad you did 24. the math. <laughs> well, no, I didn't think about the fact... I, I was doing the math with the seven seven six. Right. Uh, I wasn't doing so. It with, Ruben's uh, twenty three and he hears this shit. Yeah. So Ruben is 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 mid twenties, and uh, he hears that these boys are gonna cl- just kill reeking him. of Bill. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, just smells like stepmom. Just smells like a f- the worst Pornhub search of yeah. all time. And uh, he says, "Look, don't shed any blood. What? There's a cistern right here. Like, there's a dry well. Okay? We've got a perfectly good pit, you guys. We'll throw him in the pit." And we'll just let the wilderness do the work for us, right? What's gro- kind of gross here is that it's not any better, right? It's still killing him. But I think we'll find out soon that Reuben has a backup plan. Well, mine so, specifically, Genesis thirty-seven twenty-two. Uh, he said, put him in a pit that he might deliver him out of their hands and bring oh, him back right. as far. So it specifically states that Reuben's like, oh, you guys, there. So he, you guys are going to kill the dreamer? Yeah, I hate that guy, too. Let's just throw him in a pit, and that'll be good enough, right? And then he's like, thinking, so like I'm going to come back later. He's like, I'm going to come pull him out of the cistern later. So this is a way to, like, they'll think that they killed him, and then I'll save his life. And What do you think Reuben's motivation is? I mean, it's easy that... This is, uh, what do you mean, what's his motivation? He doesn't want to fucking kill his brother. Well, like, this I mean, is everyone else doesn't feel the same, so it's not obviously Yeah, a they're assholes. They're, I assumed they're it too was, jealous. I assumed it was like when a duke sees another duke's about to die, and all the peasants are like rising. He's like, guys, guys, we don't kill dukes, you guys. Like, we certainly, he's a real oh. son, I'm a real son, you guys are slave kids. Slave kids don't kill real kids. Like, get the fuck out of here. 
No, I think it's that for first off, this is all apocryphal. Right. And we're zooming in on Ruben because Well, he's the only one that He's the eldest. He's so the only one that the stands sense. up. Yeah. Well, not so far. He's he probably the only one. He's probably like, guys, when you've had sex like I have, <laughs> you understand <laughs> a little bit about the <laughs> sanctity of I life. All your moms. Yeah. Uh, you know. No, so I think that he's the oldest and so they're kind of putting they're pinning this all on him as the one that's gonna progress the story and making sure that Joseph doesn't die. But also that uh I don't know, he's the oldest and is the most mature and realizes that killing your brother just because he's kind of a twat isn't yeah. the right move. Somehow very know? recently he became a man and now he's mature. <laughs> he's, he's like, like guys, well, guys. No, I mean, that's too much. You can't kill someone over this. This is right. They were all little seventeen year old pieces of shit at some point. And Ruben you know? probably and stayed his hand it. when he definitely could have fucking Exactly. Died. Yeah. He's like, guys, you don't know, but Levi and Simeon often tried to strangle you in the crib, and I stopped them, too. You know? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If Levi and Simeon want to strangle anyone at any point in they're any doing place, it. they're going to pull it off. So, and by strangle them, I mean put them to death with the sword. And then circumcise them. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, first circumcise So it Anyways, came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers that they stripped him of his fancy little tunic, and uh, they threw him in a fucking pit. And the pit was empty. There was no water in it. So they basically uh, left him to die very terribly. They left him to die the same way that uh, Abraham left uh, fucking, um, what was her name? Hagar to die. Yeah, let me just say, if you're going to kill me, do not put me in a well and let me die of starvation or thirst or whatever. Just kill me. Yeah. You know, be a man about it. Uh, Look me in the eyes, stab me in the heart. Punch me, uh, fucking headbutt me to death. Do it like a man. Yeah, rip my nuts off and shove them in my mouth. So this is how cool these brothers are, which kind of makes me feel for Joseph. Like, you're right. These guys are pretty shitty. Um, they throw their brother in a pit, and they decide to celebrate with a fucking feast. They're just like, oh, yeah, we did it. Now let's eat. You know, as their brother's like, hey, hey, what's going on, you guys? Cool prank, but I, I want to get out of there. They're like, nah, we're eating some sandwiches. And as they're chilling and eating their lunch, they, cu- uh, they see a bunch of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead bearing spices and myrrh and all that other great shit on their way to Egypt. Okay, here's why earlier I had to really stick to the point that Ishmael had died recently. Mm -hmm. So this, you know, they're like, oh, here's some Ishmaelites. That's the exact same as saying, hey, here's some Isaacites. Like, that's the same tier, right? Mm -hmm. So if these people are Ishmaelites, that just means they're your great uncle's kids. Okay. This isn't some strange, weird foreigners. These are your cousins. Right. Which is weird, because if you're going to maybe sell your brother off into slavery and, like, have it be all secretive, mm-hmm. are you going to say, hey, there's my cousins? Yeah. Let's... I, I tell you, if I ever if I ever am selling off any of my kids into slavery, I'm not And gonna, you will. Yeah. I'm not going to do it to, like, a, like, someone I know, and that's one of those things. I don't want that to very... come up later. Like, like, because what if it comes up an accident? You're having Christmas dinner, and one of them is just eating a chicken. They're like, hey, whatever happened to that guy you sold? Like, what? Fuck. Bro. You're just going to fucking bro. blow me up in front of my mouth. <laughs> so this is a great part here. Um, Genesis 37, 26. So Judah says to his brother, hey, guys, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brothers listens. So Judah, hero of the day, is like, guys, I've been thinking about it. I've been eating a sandwich. I know how we all talked about how we were going to kill our brother, but 
I think we can make some money instead. <laughs> like, what if we just... Like, he's just like, wait a minute. What's the profit in just killing him? I'm sure we could make a few shekels. Like, he's not like, hey, let's go give him back to our dad. He's like, no, let's sell him. It's interesting, because this is kind of like a midpoint between Reuben and the other brothers, where he's still kind of a shit, right? Like, you are getting rid of him forever. You're not trying to come back and rescue him later. Right. But at least you're not ending his life. You're letting him be a slave. I, I thought it was to- worse. Like, I would rather be like, like, I feel like... I feel like, hey, our brother's shit. Let's fucking kill him. That's an emotional response. That's like that's like killing in anger. But Judah is like, uh, let's sell him into slavery. That's like premeditated sociopathic shit. No, it's not. It's I. Uh, I don't think so because back then, you're talking about slavery now. Back then, slavery was. I'm sure it wasn't much better. I'm, I don't think they slavery had slaves. Got worse. You don't have slaves, right? So they had slaves, and they probably didn't treat them that horribly, and they knew. That they could sell what him into slavery. What do you think slavery is like? I don't understand. What do you mean they didn't treat him horribly? How do you keep a person in bondage working? Uh, I'm Outside of saying beating that, the absolute shit out of them on a regular basis through force. You don't. Because if you're a slave back then where the entire world is just trying to kill you, right? You don't have the modern tech. Obviously, slavery is, is bad in general. Yeah. But if you're at the point where... Being able to survive, like you can't just go out and, and harvest in in the Canaanite desert, right? You're in Israel, you're in okay. ancient Syria, you can't just go get food, right? It's not a thing. Uh, okay. So if you if people take you in and you have to stay with them, but they feed you, it's not a bad deal. Like in agree to disagree. No, no, stop, stop, stop. Like in ancient Rome, right? There were slaves. The slaves were allowed to eventually work off their debts debts if they wanted oh to. Oh my god, they were. No, that was a, not a bad gig. I think then. it was a it bad was... gig. Did you ever watch Spartacus? I, I don't think slaves. Did like I ever being watch slaves. an H an HBO show or a Michael or a, what's his name Michael Douglas's dad? I was thinking movie? specifically Spartacus, the old ass fuck. No, movie. I'm no, I'm talking about like actual history, not Hollywood. So <sighs> in in actual history, slaves were allowed to go out and work on Sundays at least to pay off their debt, and then they could become oh free people again. They, there was a lot of laws about treating them well. In fact, the Bible talks about treating uh, your slaves well, that it's wrong to treat them wrong. I'm, I'm just saying I don't. the idea of slavery to these guys wouldn't have been as appalling as it is to you. I, why, why is that? I think, okay, so agree, disagree. I'm just going to put my point out there. I don't think slavery was ever like a fucking fun time. It's not one of those slaves that get to do what you want. Um, I'm pretty sure that if they're going to put you in chains and force you to work, no one. What if they don't put you in chains? What if they if don't it's just, do that? Well, how do you force someone to work without force? You tell them that they have to, and their their other option is to run to the desert and die. I mean, I'm I don't no know Kanye West, you, you but if somebody told me just... I got to fucking work, I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm good day, sir. I'm going back to my dad. Have you ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy? You can't meet those things without your master. You would go I guess I never die. thought of Maslow's hierarchy of needs as it relates to uh, indentured servitude and slavery, but yeah, I guess I guess that's a fair Clearly point. you didn't because like think about it. This is a time and place where if you can't meet meet those needs on your own, which you couldn't, you would need somebody to help you but meet But he those does needs. that's not Joseph. He's got a fucking dad that loves him and makes fucking yeah, tunics. He wouldn't hang around. It's still wrong, but it's not still being wrong. Alive but obviously, is, I think the implication is is that if you had to choose between a indentured servitude or just going back to your dad, if you could just leave at any moment and no, it wasn't no, no, that no. Bad, the other option was being dead. You're what are you saying? Not for they Joseph. Gonna, Joseph doesn't need to be a slave. He was going to be dead. Okay, so from the point of view of Judah, 
that he's yeah, like, hey, they were either going to kill him, him. Yeah, well, I would assume or that make slavery him a slave. is better than death. You know, I, that's, I that's the whole fair. part. That's all I'm saying is that you said that Judah was worse. I think Judah's. Judah's I think Judah's the... worse when you consider the motivation and the underlying point of view. Judah could also just say, "Hey, I thought about it. Let's let him go." But instead, no, 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 no. I see. That's where I think you're wrong. Reuben knew that he couldn't do that and had the whole escape plan. Judah knew that he couldn't do that, and so thought slavery is better than death. And so, because he thought that Reuben, he thought Reuben was a dick, right? Uh, even though we know that Reuben was going to come back and save him later, Judah's like, "Man, fuck you, Reuben. This is even more fucked up." And so he's like, "Fuck, we can't let him kill them, kill Joseph." Let's just sell him to slavery. Let's, let's There's use some Judah's dudes. own words. Hey, guys, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? So Judah, through his own words, is like, you know, guys, I just don't see how we're making any money. How do we gain? That's called it? being previnci- pro- or, uh, convincing. No. Like, no otherwise, no, no. they That's wouldn't called agreed. Judah being a sociopath. He's like, hey, guys, I know, I, okay, I'm all for gonna... getting rid of our brother and, and sentencing him to death ostensibly. But how do we make some money? And keep him alive, which just by chance, ended up being exactly what Joseph needed to do to fulfill the prophecy he dreamed about. Oh, my God. You're always putting this whole... Okay. So, we'll come back to this. uh, We'll see how good slavery is to Joseph. So, the Midianite travers pass by, and the brothers pull Joseph up and lift him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. (laughs) That's pretty good. And they took Joseph... That's a pretty good return on investment. That's enough for uh, each of them to take now there's two only, shekels. Because now there's only now 10 there's, kids. Well, there are, I bet Benjamin's not oh, here. Oh, that's right. Benjamin. Yeah, obviously Benjamin's not sure. there. So there's only like nine of them. No, no, no. Yeah, it's 10. Cause, cause it's, no, because there's no Benjamin, no Joseph, and no Reuben. Reuben 10. Left. God damn it. You're saying, well, my point Reuben is, is that left. if they're just splitting up 20 shekels. Reuben right. left. So Reuben returns to the pit. And indeed, Joseph was not in the pit, and he tore his clothes. Yeah, so he wasn't there when they sold him. Or he would know. Probably. Duh. Yeah, so well, I know nine. he's not there, but, I mean, they're still going to... You don't think he's going to ask, hey, where's my cut? No, he, they're just going to say, oh, I guess the goat, the horny goats pulled him out of the pit and ate him <laughs> to death. <laughs> so Reuben comes back and is like, oh, shit, uh, my brother is gone. He's, he's fucking... He's torn up about it. It's and, a rough it's a rough spot. And the brothers take Joseph's tunic and they dip it, they kill a goat and dip the tunic in the blood. And they sent the tunic back to their dad and they're like, "Hey, we found this. Do you recognize this tunic? Does this tunic seem familiar?" <laughs> like as if they've not that's fucking it. like that's that would be the first thing where I'm like, "You guys fucking killed him." Cuz I know Joseph talks about this tunic every time his mouth is open. Like you're telling me you don't recognize the fucking tunic. It's interesting because they, when they go back to Jacob or Israel, whatever the hell you want to call them, uh, they don't say, hey, uh, so they have the coat and they're like, oh, we're not sure if this is his. They don't say, is this our brother's tunic? They say, is this your son's robe? Yeah. And uh, of course, that's a little thick. I don't know. Yeah, like you said, if I was the dad, I'd be like, hmm, they're distancing themselves as best they can. Hey, we found this place. tunic. Does this, is that? Does it, do you recognize this tunic? This yeah. one covered in blood? We felt that it was appropriate to bring the tunic covered in blood to you to identify. I'm assuming it's like one of those cop dramas where there's like a there's just a table with a sheet. And Jacob's like, what's this? And they're like, do you recognize this? And I just pull out a fucking tunic. Covered in blood. Gross. He's like, yeah. And uh, so Jacob gets just as upset as Reuben was apparently. Tears up his clothes as yeah. well. Puts on sackcloth and mourned for his son many days. And I guess... 
it says that's a pretty common way to deal with uh ripping your off kids your clothes dying. putting on a burlap sack reeking of coffee yeah. And he says, I'm going to continue to mourn until I join my son in the grave. Woo. Wow. Sorry, other kids. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. It must suck to be Nephthalif or Dan or any of these fucking people. Yeah. Well, that's what happens whenever you're born to a dirty slave wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what you get. Like, they're just like, oh, this is right. He's like, oh, oh, no, my heart. It's empty. Uh, nothing will ever fill this love I have for my one son. You're like, fuck is this? God damn, nail in the coffin. Even in death, Joseph is pissing me off. <laughs> and, and, then, and then it wraps up the uh, the chapter saying that, meanwhile, uh, those uh, Ishmaelites, those Midianites, sold Joseph in Egypt to a man named Potiphar, who was one of uh, Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. So now he's uh, working for a bigwig. Uh, yeah, as a slave. Yeah, slave, slave doing it that way so now we're into genesis 38 and i'm gonna let you know i don't understand this chapter at fucking all it's rough in that it seems like a non sequitur but at the same time i'm gonna not i'm gonna save it for the end it's very relevant for later bible things okay so okay so we'll come back to this so judah the guy who uh, uh thought he could profit off his brother's slavery um, decides to depart from his brothers and it keeps so when uh, it uses so what does Genesis 38 1 uh, translate th- on for you so it says at the time Judah left his brothers went down to stay with a man of Abdullam named Hira I think this is out of shame and I think this this kind of points towards his selling Joseph into slavery as okay at least this is better than death but even then, he was still ashamed of, of what he and his brothers had done. Hmm. Um, obviously, I can't prove that to you. But I think right. that this is just him like, I got to get away from these fuckers that wanted to kill him. Like, these guys are assholes. So, so you, you we're talking about like a bunch of bandits in crime now. And they're like, oh, I got to get the fuck out. You know, he, he, yeah, they've like, done this crime, and now they're living with the beating heart underneath the fucking boards. They're like, I can't. Yeah, these guys are dicks. Now... I think it's going to be alluded to later, but this certain Adulamite whose name was Hira, I think he's a, I think he's a total bro. Like this is a fucking ultimate wingman. We're going to get into it. But yeah, he meets a. He, yeah, he meets, seems all right. He meets a good guy. I think. I don't know. <laughs> he's a. He's a, a good They're friend. They're homies. Um, and Judah sees that there was a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua, and he let's married her and went into her. Fuck the Bible's gross. Let's let's just point out real quick that this daughter of Shua. Judah's uh, wife, who with whom he has three kids, mm-hmm. never named. No clue what her name is. So, I don't know if this is true, but he saw there was a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua. I think it might be that when they talk about a certain Canaanite, they might be referencing Dina. There is a loose... Well, there's, a, there, there's a couple of midrashes that allude to that, but it might be a different one. Yeah, that would be interesting. But Shua, I think if you look up Shua sister. or Saul, are both children of Dina. But it doesn't state it here, so that's just sort of a conjecture. But Dina is his sister, so you're saying that would be his granddaughter? I'm saying that it would be his fucking niece, which is something they do. No, his grandniece. If Shua is Dina's daughter. Yeah, that's his niece. That's how, sorry, that's how sh- nieces and nephews work. No, no, no. Your if Shua kid. is Dina's son, then his daughter is her granddaughter what 
No. Were you saying that her child was named Shua or that, that she married Dina has Shua? a kid named Shua. Yeah, and Dina is his sister. Right, which would make Shua his that, niece. No, no, yeah, and Shua... No, 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 Shua's a man. He Judah met the daughter of a Canaanite man named Shua. Uh, okay, we'll come back. So that's two generations. I thought Shua was the chick's name. No, 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 because I made a point that the chick... The woman is is never named. Yeah, it, oh, okay. I, I I thought he was a daughter of a certain no, no, Canaanite. No. So when it says there was a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua, I thought they were saying the daughter was named was Shua. No, yeah. Here it says a man named the daughter oh, of a Canaanite okay. man. Right. See, that's the New James versus the New translations. And okay, I thought okay. Anyway, so he marries Wait, this maybe woman. Shua is the daughter. He I don't marries know. this matter. nameless woman, and he went into her. That's the Bible. And he con- she conceived and bore a son he called Ur. And then she conceived again and bore another son named Onan. And then conceived again and named him Shelah. And uh, he was... That's at- not a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Shelah. Um, so, so the point is, is that Judah finds a woman. She bears him three kids. Ur, Onan, Shelah. And then Genesis 38, 6, Judah takes a wife for Ur, whose name was Tamar. So he's like, okay, I found my first kid a wife. Her name is Tamar. But uh, Ur was wicked in the sight of the Lord, so God killed him. Which is, I don't know. Just I wish that we got more details on that. Yeah. Like, why was he wicked? And how did God kill him? I want both of those questions answered. Also, real quick, I looked it up in the concordance. The name Shua is a masculine name. So we have to assume that was the dad. Okay. But anyways, so yeah. So God just straight up ices this dude. (laughs) Ices. Oh, Oh, ices. As in like an ice cube. Yeah, like puts him on ice. I assumed it was he ices him, which meant like lit him on fire and cut his head off with some music or some shit. Hopefully. Yeah. It's God. I'd what? I'd watch that. So this is weird. So so he finds a wife for Ur named Tamar, but before Ur can went into her, uh, the Lord kills him because he's a fucking wicked piece of shit. Yeah. No. Again, no reason no, of why. No context. Just, just, just he was wicked. God was like, ah, I've seen enough. Dead. So Judah goes to his secondborn Onan. He's like, okay, I need you to go into your brother's wife. God, every time I read it, I don't know. I, it keeps stunning me. That it's like, all right, Onan, I need you to jizz in your brother's wife and marry her and raise up an heir to your brother, which doesn't make any fucking sense. So Ur has a wife, Tamar. He dies. And then Judah's like, okay, I need you to go and have sex with uh, Tamar and raise your brother's heir. But it's my kid and she's my wife. Why? What's the ownership to your brother? I don't get it. I mean, it's just some wacky shit. Like, um, I think it's just how... How the heritage how the heritage went back then. So like she is the wife of the firstborn. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it is he, the firstborn, Ur, who is now dead because God smite his ass. Mm-hmm. Uh it's he who the line will continue from on paper, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so the uh now that Ur is dead at the hands of their God, it's up to Secondborn to knock her up. But we're still gonna like on I guess again on paper. On paper, yeah. This is your brother's. Write it as this is Ur's kid. Maybe I don't know. That's fucking weird. I mean, it works the other way. You know, whenever you fuck a slave, that's your kid now or whatever. Yeah, that's true. And so you can see that Onan um, has a problem with this because he says, "All right, 
he's smashing it, right? And he's like, he's getting there. Now, let's face it, guys, for the, all the men listening, <laughs> no, when you're smashing right. and you're about to get yours, you know, oh my God. you don't want to pull out, right? That's a lot of work. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> right? Uh, you want to blast it. So, so, so for him to say, this is what goes through his head. He says, if I, if I fucking paint her walls inside oh there, um, it's not going to be my kid. Even though it is literally my kid, it's going to be, air quotes, Ur's kid. Yeah, I wouldn't and want... And so he's like, yeah. he's like, he has so, he's so pissed off about this idea that he pulls out the last second and like blows his load elsewhere. It says on the ground. Yeah, yeah. So he's, so he's banging Tamar, he's banging her good, and then at the last minute... He, she's like, oh, put it in me. And he's like, I don't think so. And he just <laughs> fucking power washes the fucking concrete. And so God sees him blasted on the concrete and says, nope, and smites his ass too. Yeah, so now he's got that. two dead kids just because he wouldn't fucking bust. He, he wouldn't nut inside. <laughs> just being polite. But Think about that next time fucking, you jerk off, yeah. boys. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> this fucking book. So, so Judah comes to this widow, and he's like, "All right, uh, I don't know what to do with you. Um, you fucking all right. Well, the first son, he was a piece of shit. He God died. kills everyone you fuck. Yeah, I don't know what your fucking deal is, Tamar. But uh, okay, so here's the thing. He's like, listen, all right, that fucking sucks. But listen, remain a widow in your father's house until my son Sheila is grown, lest he also die like his brothers. And Tamar went. And, so, so he gives her or or dies." He gives her own, and he's like, uh, 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 all over the ground. He, I'm assuming, uh, went up like a fucking uh, paper mache on a fucking like in fire, you know, just explodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just gross. spontaneously combusts. There's a green goop that like lands on her forehead, and then he's like, "Ooh, Judah walks in. He's like, tough break, tough break." But listen, Sheila, he's like 13. Give him a couple of years, let his nuts drop a little bit, and then he'll blow his load. They won't, in you, you they won't, they won't let your pussy eat him to death. <laughs> Uh, some fucking pseudo pedophilic shit. He's like, yeah, I know you're gonna. Uh, you see that little that little kid running around there, fucking uh. kicking a hoop down the street with a stick, playing all hoop stick. Uh, like ten years, he'll, he he's gonna understand what a vagina is, and he'll be knocking at your door. Don't worry about it. But Yikes. I just need you to I just need you to hang tight. I just need you to fucking chill out for a little bit, you know. And uh, so then eventually, uh, Judah's wife. Yeah, you're right. Now, the daughter of Shu. Huh? Yeah, the daughter of Shua. Yeah, yeah, the daughter of Shua died. And Judah um, was comforted. I'm hoping not the same way that uh, Isaac was comforted when his mom died. <laughs> and uh, he went up to Timnah, to the men who were uh, shearing his sheep, and his friend Hira, the Adulamite, right? The first guy, the reason that he came down here in the first place. Yeah. He, you know, he, he's, got, he's got his boy, his last boy with him, right? So he had two out of the three died. To uh, Shua's son. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Shua's daughter. <laughs> yeah, his daughter dies and he goes to Hira. Let's go on a road trip. This, shit, this I'm shit's in so wacky. Like, it's so hard to keep track of this. So, uh, Tamar is told. Tamar, who is the wife, right, that was passed around mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, Ur mm-hmm. to, uh, what's his name? Oman? The, Onan? The, the town bicycle of wives, yes. Yeah, yeah. So she hears, hey, Judah's coming into town. So she takes off her, like, black robes, like the widow clothes that she has mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. while she waits for uh, Sheila, Sheila to, to become a man. 
she takes those off. She puts on some sexy hoe clothes, some prostitute clothes, puts on a veil to hide her face. Because I guess if you're a prostitute back then, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And she sits out by uh, the well, right? Just in the in the gathering place to uh, try and turn some tricks on old Judah. Now, part of the reason here, it states, is that she's... It seems like this is an act of desperation. Because she saw that Sheila was grown and she was not given to him as a wife. So she's been waiting diligently. Sheila's now yeah. a man. She can see him lifting bales of hay or whatever. And she's oh, she's getting so, so horny. And then she's like, when is... When, when am I going to get, when's, when am I going to get picked? She's like that. Um, you know what this is like? This is no. like when you're at a restaurant and you just see the, 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 the you got your, you're like, oh yeah, party of five. You, we'll get to you. We'll get to you. And then you just see people come in. You see people coming after you. They go in, they're getting their food and you're like, fuck it. I'm going to go eat some fucking street food out in the corner. Like I'm not going to wait my turn, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So she puts on her veil and she just goes and sit out on the side of the road. And, and Judah sees her, and he's like, oh, look, a whore, and I'm just walking around, <laughs> so I'm going to put my penis in it, because I don't see anything wrong with that, right? So he doesn't even stop to think about it. He just says, walks up to her, doesn't realize it's his daughter-in-law, and says, uh, hey, let's go fuck. Yeah, Genesis thirty-eight sixteen, And then he turned to her, by the way, and said, please, let me come into you. <laughs> And and because he doesn't recognize her, and so she says, "What will you give me that you may jizz inside of me?" I'm paraphrasing. Obviously, you're gonna give her a goat. Yeah, yeah. So so he walks up. He sees a woman with a veil. He's on a fucking road trip with his friend because his kid just died. (laughs) And on the way, he sees a woman in a veil. Hey, excuse me, miss. How much had to come inside? I want to fucking blow my load at you. Just bury himself in her. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I just. I see. I see a woman with a veil. You know what it is. You know what's gonna be. So she says, uh, "What are you gonna pay me?" He says, "A goat." She says, "Sure, but until I get the goat, I need some sort of a uh, something to hold on to." Yeah. And so she says, "Give me your uh, what is it? Your staff? Your or sorry, your seal and its cord." And the staff in your hand. Yeah. So basically, the things that would matter to a small-time shepherd, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, this is like, okay, so so to, to bring this into modern terms, he walks up to sure. her. He's like, how much to fucking jizz inside of you? That's the Bible, not me. How much to fucking come inside of you? And she's like, mm, I need at least, uh, what do you got? What do you got? And he's like, listen, I've got a goat, but I don't got it on me. I left my wallet at home. I left my goats at home. <laughs> left my goat wallet And she's home. like, all right, well, leave your fucking driver's license. You can come in here, bust all inside. I'm gonna hold on to your license until you give me that goat. And he's like, "Well, I am. Ooh, I'm good. horny Parallel. on the. I'm horny on the fucking road. What am I gonna do? Here's my license. <laughs> Here's my social. I just am that fucking horny that I see a woman underneath a tree with a fucking hood on. I'll give my fucking license. Like this doesn't make sense. This is like some Detroit underpass fucking whore that we're fucking banging here. Give, give me the number. Give me the three numbers on the back of your mom's credit. <laughs> Uh, give me your credit card, and then when, uh, when you give me your driver's license, when you come back with that goat, I'll I'll return it. You know. Yeah. So he, she's like, he's like, deal. All right. He gives her all that shit. Blast inside of it. Yeah. Right. Just fucking blows it up. Blows it up. Then he goes back, and he sends uh, his buddy, the Adulamite, Hira. He says, "Hey, here's the young goat. Go send it to the whore. Give her that goat. She'll give you back my staff and my seal." Meanwhile, and, uh, she butt- puts on her widow gear and yeah, yeah. Starts she to slips con- back into and, her earlier clothes and fucking mitosis or whatever. <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. So she's looking like her normal self again. 
uh, here is like, hey, where's that whore that was here earlier? <laughs> there was a whore stationed like, here the last time we were yeah. watching this. <laughs> Where'd the local whore go? They're like, yeah. we don't have Where's a the whore. fucking lot lizard that services this locality? <laughs> Which is interesting because you got to think she ends up getting in trouble for this, right? So is it Hera that like started the investigation, the sort of, if you will, witch hunt for her? Mm-hmm. Because he says, hey, where's the whore? And they're like, what, what whore? Yeah. Now, they he can't find a whore. He goes back to Judah. Judah's like, whatever, fuck it. Let's save face. I'm going to act like none of this happened. I'll find a new staff. I'll find it. I'll get a new driver's license. I'll go to the DMV. Yeah, it's yeah. no big deal. We get to keep the goat at least, I guess. Uh, yeah. and, uh, he doesn't want sure to spend enough, too couple... much uh, time investigating. Exactly, exactly. And so a few months later, uh, someone comes up to Judah. Uh, it says he was told. It doesn't say who told yeah. him, but someone says, hey, your daughter-in-law, Tamar, you know, the one that uh, your youngest son was set to marry because somehow she managed to kill off both of his older brothers. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's guilty of prostitution, and uh, she's pregnant because of it. And uh, this is great. So Judah, so Judah, uh, while on a road trip mourning his daughter, decides to bang a fucking street whore. <laughs> and then finds out, then they come to him and they're like, by the way, apparently your daughter-in-law has been uh, selling her body for cash. And he's like, oh, bring her out and let her be burned. Like fucking Jesus. the double standard. He's like, what, what you, a fucker. You mean to tell me that she's been acting a prostitute? Well, we have standards and rules here. Get the fucking matches and the fucking gas and let's fucking burn this skank. And this is like I get that maybe he was just trying to appeal to social norms right? and trying to like like say oh yeah well uh, I'm gonna bow up on her, but Jesus dude you just you just did that shit ah. a second ago three months ago you were on a road so uh, it, like you're glad to have prostitutes when it's uh, when you're on a road trip you know but when when it comes to too close to home it's time to bring out the steak and the pitchfork piece so, of shit. Tamar, being a fucking 4D chess player, says, all right, you're going to kill me. Um, tell you what, just send uh, these items to Judah and say, hey, this is the guy that, that got me knocked up. And, of course, it's his staff and his seal. Yeah. And, and so it gets – He's like, well played. Him. <laughs> he's like, god damn. But it, he does have a moment where he says, wow. He straight up says, she is more righteous than I since I wouldn't give her to my son Shayla. So he had to say – Okay, the reason she was out whoring herself is because she couldn't get married. She was stuck in an arrangement to hook up with my youngest boy. I wasn't letting him do it because I was afraid that her vagina would eat him as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I plowed this whore. This is like this. This is this is like Shakespeare, right? This just reads. It's too kawinky dinky, yeah, right? He, like he 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 gets his shit back and he's like, "Oops, <sighs> yeah, 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 fucking, yeah, fucking, you got me." Um, so he, he lets that pregnancy carry out and she gives birth to twins. And so it was that when she was giving birth that the one put out his hand. Now this is weird. This is like some like man, the iron mask shit. So she gives birth to twins. One hand bust out of there, you know, just, and and the midwife takes a a reverse fisting. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a scarlet thread and binds it on the hand and goes, this one came out first. Okay. Just like the YouTube comment that says first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the hand goes back inside like, oops, where'd it go, you know? <laughs> and then another brother comes out, but no thread. Is it still in there? Fucking search around, you know? They're wrestling in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Jacob and God. And she says, that, imagine saying this to a fucking baby. And then another brother comes out, but no hand. 
And she's like, how did you break through? This breach be upon you. And therefore his <laughs> name was Perez. Like, you're fucking letting this midwife just talk shit on your fucking kid for what? I don't even get it. And um, here's, go ahead. So I was going to say, here's what's fascinating. The reason that this chapter exists. Right. So who cares? Right. Right. This doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Joseph is the chosen son. The one that's most popular, the one that's we're gonna follow for the next. He's few the chapters. Jonathan Taylor Thomas of kids, yes. Ex- oh, mm. Mm. oh, God, you're making me wet. <laughs> uh, so, so why are we following these children of Judah? Well, because one of Jesus's nicknames uh, in modern Christianity is the Lion of Judah because he's descended <laughs> of Judah. So, in case you're now, wondering, his history, uh, his family who, line starts here somewhere. Who was uh, the next descendant? on the line from Abraham to Jesus, none other than Perez. Perez is the descendant? That's him. That's, yeah, that's the next step towards God. So Perez will eventually become quite a few famous people, including Boaz, including uh, David, right? The big David. Don't know. Uh, King David of the Jews. Uh, The star of David? That makes no. sense, but I have no idea. What Not ringing about. a bell. Anyways, so this is one of the big people in the lineage of, of Jesus, of the Jews in general. It's this little dirty twin who pulled his brother's fist back into his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get back here. He's got his fucking heel. And he's yes. named Perez, which is a weird little name. Um, yeah. And then the Perez one with Hilton, the scar thread, the good one. I, I believe this is the exact fucking plot of Man in the Iron Mask, where two twins come out. They put a string on the firstborn. He goes back in. They pull out another kid. They're like, you're going to be the Prince of France. And then this other one comes out, and they're like, well, he's got the string, but put him in a mask. It's the exact plot oh, of fucking Man in yeah, the Man the Iron Mask. Yeah. Um, and then they called his name Zara. This is a gross Who will never chapter. hear from again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that, yeah, all this fucking shit about a fucking scarlet thread for what? And that's that was fun. Genesis that was fun. thirty-eight. Dude, what a what a couple of chapters we had there, huh? This is a fucking roller coaster of a book here. Um, yeah. Angels surely were whispering in the ears of the authors. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. To bring this divine, um, truth I'm excited. To us. To... Sorry, what's that? To bring this divine truth to us, and didn't they? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where we're going to go with Joseph next. Cause again, I keep telling you about how Joseph's going to be this awesome character. And I still think he is. I believe mm-hmm. he's going to do a lot of really cool shit. Um, I think that you're going to admire him. That's what you said a about little Jacob, bit, which I do. Well, I do. you he's did. He's a gay rights icon. He came, he's a fucking hero. Yeah. He came around. <laughs> he's a gay rights icon. <laughs> no, uh, I think that, uh, I think that Joseph is going to be more so. I, I'm I'm sticking to my story that Jacob's a gay rights icon. Like he fucking wrestles that man in the tent, he hurts his hip, and he's like, with his favorite son, he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna make you this rainbow colored tunic." You know what? Well, it, didn't you see what I named? Uh, did you see my name for the latest episode? I just released it. Oh uh, no, episode eight. What happens in the tent stays in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Uh, pay attention. But yeah. uh, so. Jesus Christ, what a let's, fucking... Let's talk about this episode. So let, let me get into this, because mm-hmm. I feel like this is our biggest point of contention. This is our most debauched week. fucking episode ever. Ruben fucks his fucking stepmom, or his... Yeah. Uh, J, uh, yep. Judah fucks his fucking daughter-in-law. Uh, that's fine. That's cool. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't married anymore. And then Judah and... sells off his cousin. Judah's a piece of shit. I... That's where I'm gonna... That's what I want to talk about to, uh, before we close out, is... Do you really think Judah's bad for selling him? I don't think he is. 
Yeah, I hundred percent think he's bad for selling him. I, I think you, that because the alt- if the alternative is death, do you still think that? So I, I guess my I guess the point of contention is here is you're interpreting Judah selling his brother as trying to find. So Reuben and Judah both don't want their brother to die, and they both come to sort of different conclusions on how to protect him. Is that yeah? Reuben I, has a crazy rescue scheme. Crazy. Judah doesn't. Well, okay, how you gonna get him out of this pit? Cr- <laughs> he's in oh, a hole. I, mean, he what, has, I better. You gotta. You gotta count on that you can sneak. Mission back Impossible past your over here. There's a guy in a hole. Okay, can I? Okay. Do you mind? Yeah. Do you mind? So, Reuben has this sort of harebrained scheme that he's gonna like get him in the pit. Hopefully, he doesn't break when they drop him in the pit because mm-hmm. that's a thing. Mm-hmm. People Tell break. You, what, yeah. you fall far enough, you have a bad you can day. Really hurt your hip. Uh, don't even get me started. So, you know, Reuben takes a little bit of a gamble saying, all right, put him in the pit. I should be able to come back before he dies, save his life. Mm-hmm. Judah doesn't know that Reuben's scheming this, obviously, because that would, def- you know, that would go against the entire point of Reuben doing it secretly. So Judah's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. We're actually leaving him out here to starve to death? Like, that's gross, right? So killing him is one thing. And who knows, maybe Judah would have hopped in. Mm-hmm. If Reuben hadn't before, mm-hmm. but now it's like, all right, we're not murdering him per se, but we are also still murdering him by leaving him in a pit. What are my alternatives as a minority voice oh my God, that I'm not, I know I'm not going to get them to agree not to ruin his life. What are my options? Boom. People show up. Hey, let's not kill him. Let's sell him. There's still hope for him. Right. You know, it's not good. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Judah did the air quotes right thing Mm -hmm. but he did something better than what the group wanted to do that he was a voice of reason in a way and i you know i think the reason that they're trying to put the reason that they're trying to paint judah's actions as sort of a right thing and the reason that i'm assuming that they're supposed to be the right thing Mm -hmm. is because judah is of the lineage of david and jesus later so he needs to be kind of a good guy Uh, yeah kind of a good guy that uh puts his fucking horde daughter-in-law kind of i said kind of i didn't say i don't think he's a good guy at all so here's what i think it is i think he's a better guy than like dan fuck anyone named dan i'm gonna say (laughs) come back i know we we we, we pulled a full 180 on that shit uh here's what i think so do you remember pulp fiction yeah uh i'm gonna say that the i'm talking about the scene specifically where bruce willis and who's the ving rames ving rames yeah. So Bruce Willis, Ving Rhames, they don't like each other. They get in that fucking car crash. They're beating the shit out of each other. And then they wander into Zed's uh Yeah, where shop, they get right? the whole, the gamp and all that. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. in my opinion, Ving Rhames represents the slave brothers who they just want to fucking kill him. They hate this guy. They want to fucking do him dirty. They're like, let's kill him. Okay. And Judah is like Zed where he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, we can't just have you people kill each other. We got a fucking slave dungeon. Let's bring him down into there. Like... Killing him out of anger and resentment and all that shit, that's almost justifiable. But trying to find a way to now profit off someone's misery, that's some fucking sociopath shit. That's some fucking... No, see, that's where I disagree killing with kittens you. and fucking fucking his daughter-in-law. See, that's reading it at, uh, at like, the absolute most shallow possible oh level you God, can. And that saying, okay... These are the words he said. Let's take those at face value. No, that's what he said to convince his brothers. It makes no mention of... He, yes, it does. Because exact... immediately he leaves them. Immediately he is guilty. Like Because now though... he's got some fucking uh, uh, seed money. 
He sold his Maybe. brother. He's got some money to go stake no. out. You're reading into it. There's no mention of Judah having regret. There's no mention of Judah having any inclination to save his brother. Reuben very clearly... He does save his brother. He literally saves his brother. As far as he knows. He thought that he saved him from sure death. You can't argue against that. He was convinced that Joseph was dead. And now Joseph isn't dead. But he still feels dirty and leaves those assholes. He leaves them. Um, uh, no, you're, 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 you're reading into that it. That happens. You're reading that all happens. It. Yeah, but it doesn't say why. You're just taking that fucking context. Reuben specifically I mean, he definitely like, left them. How many, how many when Reuben says, of people leaving their brothers without cause do we so have? So here we have two brothers, Reuben and Judah. And they both are like, Reuben's like, hey, so the, 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 con, the consensus is let's kill him. And Reuben goes, ooh, let's just throw him in this pit. That he might deliver them out of their hands and bring them back to his father, but yeah, Judah, there. Judah just says, "Hey, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood?" That's his first fucking mindset. Is like, wait, we're not making any money out of this. Let's sell him to our brothers. There's no mention later. And then you Judah left out some it. stuff. Uh, no, you left out. some Tell stuff me the quote that, that says that Judah didn't want him dead. That he says that we don't get any. Pr- Again, you have to convince the brothers, just like Reuben did. Like, you have to have a reason to not kill him. I mean, I will admit that Judah is saying, let's sell him into slavery because he wants to, um, he doesn't want to kill his brother. Yeah. That's all I'm saying is that he, he, I think that he just saw it as a lesser of two evils. And I don't, I think that maybe he wasn't that bright and didn't have the idea, like the big ideas like Reuben had. But he he had a plan to at least keep Joseph alive, and it wasn't perfect, but it was better than the rest of those assholes. That's all I'm giving him. I'm not giving him a lot, I'm just giving him that. Uh, I agree to disagree. I think Judas piece of shit, and I think he continues right. to be well, a piece maybe, of shit. And if you're gonna try to say like, no, he must have because we'll he's Jesus's fucking granddad, then I, I don't believe that either. Well, that's why I think. Well, he's no forget Jesus. That's the same shit you said about Jesus. Jacob. Like, well, Jacob well, stole from thing. his brother, but he must be a good guy because he later comes out. Oh, no, no, no. That shit. Well, they wrote him as a, the people that wrote it because he's not just forget Jesus. Jesus doesn't matter to the people. You that seem wrote to this. think he matters. No, no, no. I'm, that's what I'm about to say. Jesus didn't absolutely did not matter to the people that wrote this. What did matter was David, King David, mm-hmm. who is the, the one of their greatest icons. So they wouldn't write him this way unless that was kind of the implication um, they just wouldn't so you're saying that he's the made up. let's the face it bible. he's make-believe so you're saying that the writers right. of the bible consider him a hero uh, absolutely yeah and i think that that we have to kind of take into context the fact that he is the predecessor to their great people so if they're going to write him they're choosing how he reads it's going to be we need to err on the side of a good guy mm. Mm. Uh, so if I see something that's kind of neutral where it's like, we, you're right, we could see it as him being a psychopath that just wanted money. I think that my assumption is going to be that he's not doing it for that reason. Right, I agree to disagree. I think he's just a piece of shit. And I think that's the Bible, and we, I don't think the Bible considers people's actions as a whole. I think that there's people who do shithead things and then they do good things. And that I don't think it considers them all part of the same you know, Jacob was a shithead, then he does some good things, then he does some good things, then he does some shit things, and then he does some good things. I don't think they're all saying, like, you're a person and that everything you do is based on your core. You know, like, you're a good person, so even when it looks like you're doing shithead things, really those are good. Hmm. Okay. I like that. That makes sense. 
Um, I think I think we'll keep seeing these people develop. I'm I'm pumped. I, I think next episode is going to be one of our best yet in terms of narrative. What do you think's the part about Ruben fucking Bilha? What's that about? It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of research. I'm glad it's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if that comes into play later because I don't remember that. I love that fucking. So it's Bilha and Zilpa's kids that are working the field that Joseph shit out of. And for some reason, they hate <laughs> Joseph. They're totally fine with. I mean, I guess I, I bet you Ruben's fucking jacked. He's got this luscious chest hair. And they're like, yeah. I mean, fuck yeah, great. Good for him. I'm happy for my mom. You know, but here's. Well, Joseph they named the, the sandwich thing. after him. So. Yeah, it must be a pretty good. Must be a pretty good yeah. sauce. Dude, the place over here, they have a Reuben hamburger with like pastrami and it's great. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Was that it for, for week nine? Do we have anything Episode else nine? to cover? Um, I don't think so. I like where we're at time-wise. Great. It's Esau, Edom, but all this bullshit. Fucking We're into fucks. some exciting shit. We're going to go back to our bro Joseph next week. Ep 10. Ep 10, dude. Ep 10. Whoa. We're getting there. So, Coming hold up. on. Before we get... Too ahead of ourselves. I did want to cover some other questions ahead. Yeah. I'm before just, before oh we end at a reasonable time. Oh go my ahead. god. Um, do you think Jacob regrets um, treating Joseph as a favorite? I hope so. Because he does rebuke I think, him. Like I think we're going to get into that. I think that it's going to come into play. Because do you think it's like? Um, Oh, I don't know how to describe it. Like when you realize that you fucked up as a parent, you know, that he's like, oh, Joseph, I love you. And I only love your mom and I'm okay playing favorites. And Joseph's my best and check out his fucking tunic. And then down the road, Joseph comes back and he's like, dad, I had a dream that you were my fucking slave. And he's just like, oh, shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my God. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Did I give this too much power? Yeah. I, I fucked up. You know, it's like that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a... Uh, of it's a... like Boston Dynamics every day. <laughs> I don't get it. Explain. They're the ones that make the robots. Yeah. Where they just... And that the robots are just getting really good, and eventually they're going to kill them. Oh, okay. They're going to kill uh, everyone right. in Boston. Uh, it's, like, it's like Skynet. Like, you, you've, you've made this yeah, thing. Yeah, you Skynet. Put all your Boston Dynamics Skynet. 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 Fucking too. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, I know there's a movie I can think of, if I could remember it, where uh, where there's this rich old man who has this son and he ha- and uh, he doesn't love him. You know, he's like, I-, I don't know what happened to him. He became a piece of shit. Maybe I did it, but I'm going to give my fortune to someone else. And then he isn't allowed to on his deathbed. Oh fuck. I know exactly what I'm thinking of. Fucking gladiator. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. With Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius. And, and, and he comes back and he's like, we can- those are real people. Yeah. Uh, Marcus. He's like, by the way, I want you to rule Rome. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix hears about that shit, and he's like, I'm Joaquin Phoenix. I'm the greatest. Look at me. Ah." And he's just like, you know, maybe I spoiled him too much as a kid, but he is a fucking sick puppy. And uh, Yeah, but Joseph is about to have one hell of a second half of his life, so I don't think that really works. Whereas Commodus is pretty much universally hated for his uh, part in history. Not as bad as he was in the the movie, but uh, still not a great dude. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. that's that, that's, I'm how, that's what that, that's how I consider these people. It's the fucking he's like, yeah, I spoiled yeah, him, but and now he's kind of shitty. Commodus wasn't getting pampered. I mean, like I will say this. Say, I think I think in the same way, we'll see. I'm not I, again. I don't really read that far ahead. I just read what we got. But um, so Jacob was a fucking asshole. 
And then he got cast out and he had to do some hard labor and it made him a better person. So I'm willing to humor the idea that Joseph's on the path to be a fucking huge piece of shit. Just sitting on the fence, telling his brothers that they suck and that he's better than them. And look at my dad loves me more. And that maybe getting sold into slavery might uh, might curb some of your bullshit. Yeah, of course it would. Wouldn't it for anyone? Like a, a, a big, heavy-handed dose of humility, uh, unless it kills you. I mean, I know can't necessarily be bad. I know Jacob like, it gives you perspective, it, but I, I think it's uh, you know maybe maybe parents should think about that. Like yeah, one like there's always people on like like uh, you ever what like Scared Straight on fucking like MTV or I can't remember which yeah. channel, but like my kid's a piece of shit and he fucking slaps me and it's on Doctor Phil just screaming at me, you know? And you're like, well, what do you do? Have you thought about slavery? Have you well, thought about- here's what I'll say is that I haven't even had kids yet, but I've bet away my firstborn a dozen times already at least. So <laughs> yeah. with, with when that, you multiply 12 times, what? how long is when you bet away your firstborn, how long is that for? A lifetime? Twelve. My kid's going to have 12 lifetimes to live in slavery before he can It's going to be like a game man. of Hungry Hungry Hippos when he comes out of the fucking yeah. room. It's just everyone's going to be trying to take <laughs> yeah. a piece out of them. You're just going to have to give and me. You know, just, yeah. yeah. I'm going to want a piece. I'm going to want anyway. a piece. Yeah, you get a piece. I think I gave you my firstborn, didn't yeah. I? Some soup. You were the first Some person. soup once. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I actually did. Yeah. I mean. Give you my firstborn child for some reason. I don't remember why. I just remember doing that for you. Do you remember I that? I've got contracts Sierra was in pissed. the dresser. I'm to I told her. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, well, that's. Is that it? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say that's, right. a, that's a wrap on Ep9. Yeah. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Please follow us on Adder Revelations on Twitter. Um, we're trying to put out some good memes on there and we're not the kids we used to be. We're 30 years old. So it's just getting tedious, but, uh, we're trying to have fun. We're trying to engage with people. Oh we want to hear what you think on there. Otherwise, uh, hit us up at a revelations podcast at gmail.com. If you have any input, if you want to ask us for something, um, we're, we're there for you. I never go to Dothan, the, Alabama. Never go to Dothan, Alabama. It's the worst, like, Alabama's already in the southeast. I'm serious. Go to the I used to live in Alabama. I used to live in Maxwell Air Force Base, and every day I would get up and go to school, and I'd be like, "Did someone light a fucking dog food factory on fire? Because that's what this whole place smells like." And Dothan's just worse yep. than Maxwell. Gross. All right, stay safe, everyone out there. It's the holiday season. It's dangerous. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.